Welcome to SCI Science Perspectives, a podcast brought to you by the American Spinal Injury Association. In this podcast, we discuss emerging literature spanning the full spectrum of spinal cord injury or SCI research, from discovery to clinical application. Our organization's committees of SCI experts suggest to us, your producers and hosts, David and Marla, recent and impactful studies, and then we interview the researchers behind the science from two perspectives, producing from one conversation, two episodes, one for the scholarly audience and one for a community audience. In this administrative episode, however, you won't hear about a single study. Instead, we bring you the experiences and intentions of Asia's outgoing and incoming leadership in this pivotal presidential handoff episode. Dr. Andre Krusikov, Asia's outgoing president, discusses his presidential goals and the experiences he had attempting to implement his vision in the face of an unexpected and unprecedented challenge. Dr. Suzanne Groh, Asia's incoming president, discusses her presidential goals and the intentions she has now taking the torch and leading Asia into the future. As a quick housekeeping note, these episodes were recorded separately, one remotely and the other in person at Asia's annual scientific meeting. We apologize for the difference in audio quality and hope it doesn't influence your listening experience too much. We start now with Dr. Andre Krusikov. So Andre, tell us about the presidential goals you put forth at the beginning of your presidency and if you feel like they were achieved. Uh, it is actually quite a challenging question because unfortunately, when I become a president, many of my goals change within a few months of my presidency because we start to experience this COVID pandemic which changed everything. Um, but one of the things which I definitely put on my goal as a president, because I knew I'm coming to presidency at the time when our society was managed by the uh, external firm. Uh, and we came to the point when we realized it was expensive. It was uh, somewhat difficult. And my first presidential degree was to separate ourselves from this management company and go back to our old version of management with executive director and executive office. It was quite difficult. It was challenging. It was worrisome for me because I'm coming on board and my first degree to fire our management company. But this was done with obvious calculation of our finances with support of our executive director committee. I haven't done it alone. That's why this was, as I mentioned, challenging and worrisome for me. But it was, I believe, proper and correct decision that I made as a president from the first day of my arrival to the office. And three years of my presidency in collaboration, working with our executive director in the office, as you know, Patricia Duncan being with us for many years, was shown 
that we succeeded even in the most challenging time of COVID pandemic. Our society survived. Financially, we did very well, even when we had did not have a face-to-face -face meeting, which actually is our major income for society. Um, this is, a, I believe, my first answer to you, that whatever I planned changed very quickly. Uh, that's what still in the, my three years of presidency was financial health of society was a very crucial aspect of my presidency. I again would like to mention that I haven't done it alone. It was collective work and hard work from the, uh, our executive director, treasurer and executive board but we did very well, we survived, so this is great. Um, second part, I have to learn how to survive as a president when we're not meeting to each other. I, my goal become a keep connections with our members. Because as you're probably aware, meeting face-to-face -face is the most exciting, aspect of work our society we are not only meeting face to face but it's some kind of culmination what we achieve discussing research and it was crucial part of society functioning and i faced that my first presidential meeting will be virtual i was in panic i really had no idea how we will do it that's why thanks God again with support of Patty and her team, we created first ever Asia meeting on website. We created first ever presidential reception with cooking class. And then of course, with our membership committee to, as I mentioned, main goal was to keep connections to keep communicate with our members. This uh, monthly events such as wine tasting event, coffee tasting event, uh, I believe help to survive through this challenging time to be connected. Uh, my next, I believe, goal together with our research and uh, program committee I believe I continued to hold this flag also from Keith Tenzi. As a clinician scientist, particularly with a big component of basic science research, I vision that we need to continue with a strong research component in a society and bring also more and more basic science research, which will be eventually translated or presently already in translation to the clinical practice. And I believe this year, translational track was absolutely incredible. I have to give obviously kudos to our research committee and Linda Jones who led this direction, but this is also my vision was in action that we doing very well with bringing young, talented, basic scientists to the society. 
who bringing absolutely interesting and novel data to the clinicians that help us as a clinician to understand what's happening after spine cord injury. And I believe my another goal, which I put myself to bring something totally different to society, to think outside of the box. And uh, I hope you participated in uh, our adaptive closing workshop with which I worked almost for three years with colleagues from industry, with colleagues from Cognizant Foundation, with my patients who become models during our first ever adaptive fashion show at the Asia. But again, I thought as a practical clinical mind person, I love fashion, but I also want that my patients, individuals with spinal cord injury, have a practical, usable garments that will make their life easier, their feeling much better. As one of the participants said, I don't want stretchy pants. I won't be fashionable. And I hope we achieve this with our first fashion show. And I'm looking forward to continue to work on this project for next three years with colleagues from in Vancouver, with colleagues in New York. And we will see what will happen. That's I believe this is my thoughts about how I started and where I did go as a president. Yeah, what an unexpected challenge you had there right at the beginning. Huh? So beyond COVID-19, was there anything else unexpected about your presidency? Yes, it was at the end of second year of presidency when I was already planning to step down as a president. Colleagues on the executive board approached me and asked me to stay extra year. And I took it very seriously. There were obviously some uh, issues related that my colleagues, our colleagues at the board felt that I was cheated by pandemic, that I did not have two full face-to-face -face meeting with society. And I agreed on the third year of presidency, clearly realizing it's another year of hard work. And I can say that uh, I enjoy to be in leadership of our organization, but I also can say to many upcoming and particularly president who just stepped in that it's quite a lot of your time. It's required a lot of attention to details, to various needs of committee members, board members. And uh, it's not an easy job. It's not an easy job. But still, if you committed, I'm glad that I spent almost what right now, eight years on the board working with colleagues. And I'm glad that I was promoted or recommended as an officer of Asia, but it's hard work. So on the next to take on that hard work, do you have any wishes or advice for the incoming president? 
uh, I believe one of the advantage of our society, before you become president, you already have time to be a treasurer or to be just member of the board and then you nominated, become officer of the society and then you become a two-year treasurer and then two-year upcoming president-elect. That's why Susan has a fantastic experience already. She is very knowledgeable and masterful clinician. I totally confident that what she learned in her years of treasurer and president-elect, she have all understanding of nuances of time commitment uh, and many other challenges which will come with this position. That's why my advice to her, survive, keep sanity, continue to play tennis, which will remove some of the tension sometimes will come to your life as a president and uh, all the best. Oh, that's perfect, Dr. K. So those were the three questions. Uh, Dr. Gro got three similar questions. Is there anything else you would want to add and if not, we're right, perfect on time. So I, I'm more, only one thing I would like to add that I'm fortunate when I learn about Asia almost what more than 30 years ago. And my first initial introduction was I working as a basic scientist. I met incredible people through the, my uh, membership at the Asia and without members without members who are devoted to the society, devoted to the goals of cure spinal cord injury, uh, society will be not able to function. That's why I'm truly, truly thankful for possibilities to meet incredible amount of interesting people during my membership and presidency time at the Asia. Thanks, Dr. K, for your outgoing remarks on your presidency. And now, over to the incoming president. And here we are with Dr. Suzanne Groh, the now president of the American Spinal Injury Association. Dr. Groh is a clinician researcher based in D.C. at MedStar National Rehabilitation Hospital. How's it going, Dr. Groh? It is going great. Thank you for having me today. It's great to be here with you at the American Spinal Injury Association 2020 Annual Scientific Meeting in New Orleans. Okay, Dr. Gro, entering here at the start, can you tell us a little bit about your presidential goals and what about your goals you want Asia's membership to know? Yes, as I talked about during the opening session, um, when I took over as president, my 50,000 foot goals are to really increase connection and community among Asian members. And what do I mean by that? Uh, community is so important to us as human beings. And I think we've realized this much more 
because of the COVID pandemic, because this was taken away from us. Um, but Asia over the years has been just an incredible community for me. And, I, and actually, if I correct myself, there's been so many Asia communities that I've been a part of, and they have been integral to my professional development. And I really want to afford that opportunity for every single Asia member. Um, and in part, to do that, we need to connect. And that's why this meeting is so important. We've known over the years that it's a place to connect. In the last few years, we haven't been able to connect as much. But not only the Asia meeting, but Asia the organization is just an incredibly valuable mechanism through which we can all connect. Because none of us are going to achieve great things on our own. We need our team, we need our partners, and we need those connections. So those are my two very broad goals for the next couple of years that I hope will continue beyond my presidency. Fantastic. And as us, Asia's membership, how can we help you to achieve these goals? Well, connect. Don't be afraid to connect. When you're at the meeting, don't be afraid to ask questions because what that does is it opens the door, it starts a chat. Connect in other ways, share your ideas, have those fireside chats, participate. This is a super active organization and it is so vibrant because of its members. So what I was challenging our board and committee chairs and co-chairs to do is invite someone in to your community and, and that's the committee or other um, Asia organization and then if you're not a member don't be afraid to ask just approach someone and just have that conversation fantastic our orders have been received excellent Okay, anything else you want to say before uh, in, in starting your presidency off? I'm just really excited. I mean, I'm very passionate about this organization. I've been a part of this organization since my first year of fellowship. And it is just, it, it, the organization is just so vibrant and produces so many good things to really move the field of spinal cord injury forward. And I feel like in a large part through this organization, we all together can truly accomplish great things. Thank you for your attention on this administrative episode of SCI Science Perspectives, brought to you by the American Spinal Injury Association. This podcast is made possible by the leadership of Dr. Suzanne Groh, your producer hosts David McMillan, myself, and Marla Petriello, our editor, Abby Fox, and Asia's front office. We look forward to realizing the vision of these leaders that you have just heard from, and in the next episode, bringing you the full spectrum of SCI research from two perspectives. Mm -hmm.